Welcome to ITB's Travel Hero podcast. I'm your host, Madeleine Schwing, Research Associate at the Chair of Tourism at the Catholic University of Eichstätt-Ingolstadt. Today, we are delighted to welcome Bonita Krupp, who is Managing Director of Trigema, Germany's largest manufacturer of sports and leisure wear, known for its social responsibility and commitment to preserving Germany as a production location. Bonita will be delivering a keynote speech at an ITB panel titled Leading the Change in the Future Work Track and will be discussing several topics with us. Welcome, Bonita. It's a pleasure to have you here with us today. To kick us off, could you please tell us a little about yourself and your career path? Yes, um, thank you, Madeline, for the invitation to your podcast today. I'm very happy to be speaking um, and representing our company at the ITB in Berlin um, in March. Um, my name is uh, Bonita Krupp, and I, um, I am part of a fourth-generation family business. Um, Trigema is located in the southwest Germany, and we are a um, textile manufacturer since 1919. Um, I completed my studies in uh, London in economic history and then moved on to join our family business in 2013 and um, headed the um, e-commerce department and HR department. And now since uh, January, I'm a managing partner of the company together with my brother. Wonderful. As the only remaining textile producer in Germany, Trigema faces unique challenges. How do you manage these challenges in this difficult environment? Um, yes, as you said, we're one of the last few remaining full-stage uh, textile producers in Germany. Uh, full-stage means that we only uh, source our yarn. Uh, the cotton is grown in Turkey or Greece. And then we, have, um, we source it from uh, yarn pr producers, um, also European-based. Um, and then we have our full production in Germany, which means that we uh, knit the fabric, we dye it, we... Um, cut it, finish it, and uh, sew it, and um, then also add embroidery or printing to it. Um, and then we have um, many different styles that we sell, so polo shirts, t-shirts, uh, sweatshirts. And uh, for us, um, usually Germany and the region where we're based used to be historically a very um, textile-focused region. So um, we had um, many large companies based here, thousands of um, employees in the sector employed here in the area, whereas um, since the 1980s um, there's been a strong decline and we are one of the last companies that still manufactures here and therefore we are currently uh, constantly searching for um, textile talent. Um, we employ about 600 um, seamstresses um, and also in this area um, there's constant need of um, uh, new employees and employees especially that know how to sew. You have 1,200 employees from 40 nationalities. How do you manage this diversity? So um, as a company, I mean, we are more than 100 years old and um, we've sort of, so over the years, we've had um, employees joining us from various countries. So in the 60s, it was Italy and Turkey. Um, then we had um, Eastern Europe joining us. So um, we've had a long tradition of an international workforce and um, people who came here to live in the area and the beautiful surroundings of Southwest Germany. But um, we've, and we've had many different generations now in our company. 
We have families that are working with us in their third generation now, or for sometimes even the fourth. Um, and we've always tried to include them. And now, um, since the um, sort of immigration crisis in the past few years, we have um, added on to um, our multicultural work base um, and now have 40 different nationalities. Um, we added, for, we now have employees, also quite a few from um, Syria, Afghanistan, Pakistan, also men um, working in the seamstress section, which in the past was mainly a female-dominated area. So we've um, included this. Um, we've tried to manage that. And we offer um, German lessons. We try to include them in um, our rural area by um, having other um, colleagues, um, having them joining different teams. We, have, um, we try to help them with the um, housing situation. So we either have our own um, houses that we offer, where we offer, um, where they can rent apartments in a group of, um, with a group of other employees, or we can, or we have, um, we're currently building tiny houses um, to attract um, people because even we're, even though we're situated in a rural area, there also here we have a lack of housing. So that's one of our main uh, problems we're facing currently having a lack of um, skilled labor that we need for our production and also, of course, the um, housing situation. And regardless of the industry, what do you perceive as the key challenges in leadership and how can we deal with them? I think uh, sort of the challenges we faced in the past few years is also, I mean, as a um, sort of um, head of department or managing partner, you're faced with many uncertainties. Um, we had um, the corona pandemic, um, then in Germany we had the um, energy crisis following that, so those were always there were always um, sort of new crises coming up, and we had to deal with them plus the ones still ongoing. And you have to try and keep your um, you know your your company together. You have to try and uh, sort of motivate your employees, and that's a challenge I have to say every day. But I think if you believe in your if you, in your product, if you try and strengthen your community within the workforce, um, then that has proven for us to be um, a key um, factor that helped us get through these also often difficult times. Thank you so much, Bonita. Your insights are also valuable for tourism. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you as our podcast here today. Thanks also to our audience for listening. You can find more Travel Hero podcasts on ITB's website. And we hope to see many of you in person from March 5th to 7th. If you haven't booked your exhibition space or ordered your trade visitor ticket yet, you'd better hurry. Till then, stay well and stay tuned. Thank you. Bye.